0: and we see all these uh images of what we should look like and what standards should be in place for us but at the core of it what's what are your values and what is your vision what are your values and what are your what is your vision and you have everything you do should be in alignment with that hey this is dr barrett thanks for joining us on the real health podcast my passion is to help equip you with information that can change your life the health of your life and the health of your families I'm a board-certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in nutrition and sleep and how to biohack the body to get to a greater level of health. Thanks for listening in to The Real Health Podcast.
1: Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook. Share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. I've got Dr. B here today, and we're going to continue our series on alternatives to intermittent fasting. Had a lot of good feedback with it, and I know that last week's episode on alternate day fasting was... um, it was a good one, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this one. And actually, I'm going to ask you to do this live on the air. Do you care to uh, lift up this table that we're sitting on it's a just,
0: I think it's size it goes. Hold on.
1: Oh, Ooh. Ooh, oh, oh e. We have a little standing desk. In our, okay, that's too high. i Mine's not that tall. On, it's, <laughs> it's on my nose. <laughs> it's not that tall. Standing desk. Well, oh, hey, you know, let me answer this question. Why should people, if they sit all day, look into a standing desk?
0: Oh, just posturally. It engages muscles, helps you burn more fat increases metabolism, creates more mental awareness and clarity, gain some sh- strength in your in your lower extremities, feet. So there's a lot of benefits. Yeah. I uh, learned sitting sitting mm-hmm. is uh, sitting posture, s- excessive sitting at a desk is all, is actually termed sitting disease now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you look at this uh, syndrome or this group of symptoms related to sitting too long okay. and its effects are as great as smoking cigarettes jeez, yeah, I mean, you talk about um, excessive sitting, like sitting at a, at a desk for eight, oh yeah, hours a day, man, uh, and then you if you sleep eight hours a day and you sit at a desk for eight hours a day, yeah you know there's not too much time you got there, and if you 're driving in a car and sitting and eating lunch and sitting and eating breakfast sitting and eating dinner, just think about how much time you 're actually moving, so that 's why we always give our patients a step count um, goal. We say, hey, we want you to hit, hit at least 10,000 steps a day because that means you're actually moving your body. And honestly, if people aren't doing 10,000 steps a day, mm-hmm. then get your butt out of the gym. Um, you know, don't, 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 don't just like – sorry, I should say if, don't complain about like not working out. Don't Correct. complain about not losing weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should start off uh, – before you make excuses of not going to the gym, you should start off with at least hitting like 10,000 steps a day it's so good, Well, it's simple. Health is simple. I was talking to a patient the other day, and I said, Hey, listen um i know I know you want to experience health and and here's um an area that we can definitely work on. We were talking about for her being specific to heavy metal detoxification okay, okay? Um, and promoting healthy glutathione levels and then over here, I was like, But if you're expecting these nutraceuticals, these supplements." and this protocol to heal you, you you're you're missing the boat because mm. if you're not sleeping 7-8 hours a night, if you're not hydrating, if you're not moving your body, if you're not mind being mindful of breath and stress, mm. if you're if you're if your spiritual life is not in order, well you're going to blame this protocol when in reality we can look to your foundational pillars which we started at the beginning of the year. Yep. And we could say hey, these foundational pillars are so off balance, it's not going to hold up a foundation for you to detox, to support this healing, that's good. so don't come to me and, and, and that's why these functional medicine consults, a lot of times you just, it's a waste of my time because it's like, Hey, are you eating clean? Mm-hmm. Are you whole 30 paleo? Are you avoiding allergenic inflammatory foods? Are you sleeping? Are you modulating your stress? Are you uh, moving your body? Are you hydrating? Do you have healthy relationships? And if those things are not in order, mm-hmm. listen, save your money. Don't do a lab test. Don't see a physician. Get these things taken care of first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I hear and, you. And, and, and because this takes work, mm-hmm. then people don't want to do it, and then they expect a test and a box of pills to fix them. It's a broken system. Mm. And that's where it doesn't matter if it's a pharmaceutical or a natural supplement. It's still the same mindset, this allopathic mindset of treating disease With a pill, potion, lotion, shot, or surgery. Mm -hmm. It's never going to work for you. Establish your foundational pillars, and then over here, anything you do will enhance what you've already established. That's
1: another episode of the Real (laughs) Podcast with Dr. B. No, that's so good. You know, I'll share too right now in this season that uh, just with work and family and everything, I have actually taken a step back from the gym. And we'll probably go maybe two to three times a week because that's just I, I would try to go five to six times a week. And I would by the end of the week, I was exhausted because I was more worried about just stepping into the gym and I wasn't even getting anything done. So it's like, OK, I'll go two to three times a week. I, every Every day I'll go on a long walk with the family. But I could arguably say I'm in the best shape that I've been in in a very long time.
0: Well, again, we we live in a society where we see on Instagram, on TikTok, TikTok, Okay, I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know all the platforms. And we see all these uh, images of what we should look like and what standards should be in place for us. But at the core of it, what's what are your values and what is your vision? What are your values and what are your what is your vision? And you have everything you do should be in alignment with that. So here's the difference: you you your vision and values could be where your current. Uh, like we do body fat compositions analysis here to look at you know where they 're at and where they 're going, and hey, someone at twenty percent and someone at fifteen percent body fat could be in perfect alignment with their vision and values and therefore be solely satisfied mm-hmm. with their current state you can be you can be dissatisfied at five percent and you can be dissatisfied at thirty five percent you can be satisfied at twenty five percent and you can be satisfied at ten percent. And so we're caught up in the number. What's the scale look like? What's my body fat percentage? And yes, those things are important to a degree. But at the same time, if our vision and values aren't in alignment with what we're doing, then there's going to be friction. And that friction is going to create this sense of I need more. I'm not doing enough. And this idea of, hey, I need to just keep up with the Joneses and I need to keep up with the Graham." And that's just not that's it's good. not it's not going to lead to satisfaction. It's okay to be a mom in a stressed out season at twenty percent body fat, getting to the gym twice a week, walking every day. Like that may be your enough because right now all you're focused on is nurturing your babies. Right? It may be okay for a man who's working hard, is on a hard season at, 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 at his job to be putting in enough time where it is detracting a little bit from his fitness. And instead of being 12%, 11% shredded, he's 16%, 17%. And he's satisfied. It's okay. What's the vision of values for your life in this season? And is what you're doing in alignment with that? And if so, guess what? You're going, you're going to be satisfied. And if you're not satisfied, then assess, hey, what is my vision of values? For me, it always goes to longevity and anti-aging mm-hmm. that is that is the direction lane i and i think you and i always want to head towards is how can i live longer be yep, yep. the longer healthiest version of my life yep. i want to age well and suffer strong so I, I need to make sure that i'm doing intermittent fasting and fasting protocols that i'm eating anti-inflammatory that i'm keeping my nutrition super clean that i am hydrated i'm sleeping well. And then I'm training enough to support all of that. Not training to the point of being injured, but training to support anti-aging longevity. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be 220 pounds, massive muscles. That's just, it's just not for my body type. It's not mm-hmm. what I want. Yep. I want to play some golf, right? <laughs> I want to, I want to train a little bit. I want to run a little bit. I want to be able to do just about anything I want to do with, without pain. That's so good. I mean, I don't really know how we get down that, that
1: path, but I think that's so important for people to understand that everyone has different values and what you see online is not necessarily what you have to be and what you have to do. And it can be, if you're listening to this and you continue to compare yourself to people online and that just doesn't align with what season you're in, just I release you in that because good. whatever is meant for you, you will know. Mm-hmm. And there's been so many times that, in the beginning, when I really did take a step back, and I was like, you know what? Right now, I value longer walks with my family. Mm. My son's 21 months old, and it's like, why would I rush to the gym? Like I was saying earlier, just to, to just to say I stepped into the gym. Yeah, you know, check and, a box. Yeah, just to check a box, and it has been. There's been less stress in my life. I've slept better. Mm-hmm. My workouts are better because mm-hmm. I'm not always so tired and yeah. sore from the previous day. Yeah, and so it, it's
0: it's aligned with what season I'm in. That's just that's that's what it is. We always talk about it. You'll never be satisfied looking in the mirror. It's there's it's ne- there's never good enough. Yeah, and so it's really hard aesthetically to look at your body and say, "Hey, I'm perfect." It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You have uh, you have hair loss. You have a pimple you have too much fat you don't have enough muscle you are too short you are too tall you're too skinny you're too fat and so there's never it's never good enough and that's why our hope is not in our body and our hope is not in this world our hope is in Christ and Christ alone he's the only one that can give us satisfaction in this world where there is no hope we don't have hope in our bodies because they're not going to live forever we don't have hope in our food because it is toxic we don't have hope in our government we don't have hope in our whatever yeah and so that's where it's so important that at at the core of all of this health stuff is are you satisfied in christ and if you're not search him out find him he he is i I love scripture i stand at the door and knock if anyone opens it i'll come in and dine with him he's knocking on our hearts and and a lot of times he'll use I've seen him he'll use, he'll allow disease and dysfunction to get the best of us to break us to where we need and can be satisfied in him and him alone mm. and so don't make your health an idol it's important but at the core of it our hope is in Christ that's so good and we did again back to the the beginning of the seer,
1: of the year we did a whole series that i think that if you're new to this podcast that series would be really good and we actually had a whole um we had a whole episode on spiritual too which i think added a lot of value to people so let's get into some of the meat that i mean to, what we just went over in 11 minutes was was really good, and I know that that was not really planned, and so we can still touch to the meat of what you wanted yeah. to speak to today, as far as intermittent fasting and alternatives.
0: So. Well, it gives it gives people um, an an alternative to a maybe a classic sixteen eight, where they fast for sixteen hours, they feed for eight hours. Mm-hmm. We would call that time restricted feeding. The classic uh, the classic name for that is intermittent fasting, but really it's time restricted feeding. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, last episode, we went over alternate day fasting as an alternative yep. um, to a intermittent fast type of different variety, um, a little bit harder um, to stick to potentially. And then today is probably the easiest of the, you know, IF types, intermittent fasting types, uh, and that is a one meal a day, or we call it OMAD. Uh, and it's also at some some level been, been labeled a warrior diet. So it's called. What'd you say? OMAD. OMAD. One meal a day. Uh, okay. Um, and you may see it as Warrior Diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is a again a type of intermittent fast. And and when we talk through intermittent fasting, again, it, listen to the previous episode or let listen, listen listen to our fasting episodes. Don't touch the hot mic, man. Come on. I'll learn. I'll learn. <laughs> and it's um, it's the same story, right? It's it's designed to help with insulin resistance leptin resistance which is hormonal resistance it's designed to improve cardiovascular markers triglycerides cholesterol levels it's designed to improve blood glucose spikes and and where we get on this roller coaster ride of our blood sugar issues Mm -hmm. Um, it's designed to promote weight loss and break through weight loss resistance.
1: So I was going to ask, I know last time when we sp- talked about alternate day fasting, you had shared that the, this is for someone that was trying to break through mm-hmm. weight loss. Yeah.
0: Okay. Same thing here. And I'll talk about maybe, maybe we'll – next thing is we'll talk about what who shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it can help with uh, weight loss resistance. Okay. Again, because at the core of weight loss resistance for most people um, – it's uh it's insulin resistance so it's a metabolic disease and uh but it's important to note it's important to note that in any of these intermittent fast fasting protocols okay it's very important to note that if you're like type one diabetic this is not this is not a good option for you okay if you are um already hypochloric if you're already under eating <laughs> this is this is not a good option for you okay this is not a great option for those that are already starving their bodies. And so um, it's, it's also Im, Im, important for you to realize that this is not specifically like, hey, I'm just eating a couple hundred calories a day. Yeah. You're eating all of your calories in a window of one to four hours, depending upon how you want to treat it. You can either treat it as a 20 dash four, mm-hmm. 20 hours of fasting, four hours of feeding, or a 23-1, 23 hours of fasting, one hour of feeding. Um, so it's important to note that it's not like you eat a piece of chicken and a little bit of rice, okay? That's not – no, you are trying to slam down uh, 1,000, 1,500, potentially 2,000 calories, yeah, in, in, in a window of four hours. Sheesh. Uh, one of the first really people – In the performance world, that um, was was doing this was uh, was Rich Froning. He he, you know, a lot of times you know back ten years ago, like hey, what do you do for your nutrition? And uh, he's like, I I eat, you know, (laughs) not the way I'd promote it. (laughs) I remember, but like it's like a pizza, (laughs) you know, a bunch of a bunch of food in this like couple hour window, Uh, and he would just do pretty much protein shakes, amino acids uh, during the day. And he would train four or five times. I and remember, so, that yeah, <laughs> that warrior diet is that idea of yeah. eating, eating within this four-hour window. And it's very difficult to get that many calories in. So you're going to need a lot of clean, healthy fats because they're, they're, uh, they're going to give you that higher caloric density. And also at the foundation of all this is a kind of a paleo whole food type mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not, we're not slamming down dirty foods in those one to four hours. We're eating clean. Uh, But if we eat clean, okay, and we step into a OMAD or warrior diet, then we do get some really cool changes in our metabolic system. Our insulin resistance, our leptin resistance, our our hormonal system is is less, our hormonal system is less resistant, our cells are less resistant resistant to hormones. Uh, We do create autophagy, we do create this cleanup effect, we reduce inflammation, all these wonderful things can and, and do happen. But it has to be applied with a foundation of healthy nutrition, healthy food. Um, it has to be applied in the right setting, the right person, and you have to be sufficient in your calories. Those are requirements to, in, in order for it to happen. And when you do that, um, yeah, it can it can make a massive difference. So what I mean, what's important for people to understand
1: if they want to partake in this specific fast? or if they want to continue to do it. I mean, like, what would you say next is the most important thing for people to know?
0: Well, one is you don't have to do it every day. It can be just a one-day-a-week deal, too. Oh, wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. um, it's technically is a 24, it can be a 24, almost like a 24-hour fast for you, okay. where you're just learning how to fast. How, if, if you go a meal or two meals, okay, without eating, and you're getting shaky, irritable, right? If you're getting, like, lightheaded, let me just tell you, you have a problem with your blood glucose levels. Mm-hmm. There's a significant metabolic issue happening. You should be able to fast.
1: You've said that before on an episode that like the way to test, if, the if, way to test
0: yeah, it. The way to test it. Yeah, the way to test it. Skip a meal, that. skip two meals. And see how you feel. And see how you feel. If you're angry, if you're, if, if you're irritable, shaky, if you get anxious, if you get lightheaded, you have a metabolic issue, okay? so I think what's difficult for me... I didn't want to interrupt, but I just thought about this.
1: I think what's difficult for me is when you do hear individuals that say, I can't fast. I'm miserable. Like I would never be able to fast. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, you haven't even tried. right?" And
0: it's like. Selling yourself short already. Yeah. And this this is a good way to help you learn how to start fasting. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of times when I'm in a more feeding season, I will, um, I'll do this once a week. Uh, where I'll just eat one meal a day, one day per week. Um, You can do it um, to where I I probably wouldn't do an OMAD, like an intermittent fasting protocol. In general, I probably wouldn't do it more than 90 days. Just like I wouldn't go keto more than 90 days or I wouldn't go carnivore more than 90 days or I wouldn't go vegan more than 90 days. You really, after a couple months, two, three months, you're really going to create some issues within your body um, that you're gonna have to change up. Your body's incredibly adaptive, and so you want to you want to obviously be fluctuating your nutrition based on how your metabolism's responding. So it's very important. That's why you want to work with a pr- practitioner. This isn't just like, hey, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. You potentially could. You could if you do it right. Yeah. Just like you can do carnivore right. You can do, uh, you can be a vegan and do it right. You can do these things and do it right. But. Again, very, very, very few people can actually do these protocols that are as, as, uh, polarizing as drastic as the kind of ends of the spectrum type protocols can do it well over a long period of time. When somebody tells me they're carnivore, I'm like, tell, tell me what you're doing, and they're like, I'm just eating steak and, and red meat. I'm like, well, well, I, that I wouldn't call like, are you eating are you, organ meats? Are you eating marrow? Are you eating bone? Are, are you doing fish? Are you, do, you know, and they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, well then you're just eating a bunch of red meat. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, you may get shredded. You may, you may get some changes, but again, you're creating, I people you're creating like that. I do too. I do too. And, uh, but over time you're well, going yeah, again, to create is issues. You're going to create nutritional imbalances. Um, so at the, I always go back to the core of your, your nutrition should be whole foods. You yeah. should be whole foods okay you can look at these people that scream v- vegan and the people that scream carnivore but at the core of it in the middle in, you're just not going to get away from paleo or whole 30 that yeah. is that is your healing nutrition mm-hmm. so um, these are these are great protocols for a short period of time to help train your body and teach your body and learn how to fast and and maybe cut down some extra pounds and and uh and hey, it's really time efficient. You eat one meal a day. You talk about saving some time. Yeah, you do save some time eating one yeah. meal a day. And uh so there's a lot of good things that can come out of it, but you gotta just again take any of these intermittent fasting protocols, you gotta take take um with hey, does it align with your vision values? And are you are you uh being accountable to someone, is someone coaching you through it?
1: Timing of it. I mean, I know that one of my questions would be, oh, yeah. you know, timing of For me, my mind goes, and I'm sure probably the listeners goes to it as well, It's like, you know, I'll come home and eat from work late at night, but also my mind's like, well, that's not good.
0: No, actually the best breakfast. Yeah. Uh I figured it would. Best studies show, uh, best time of day is eat all that nutrition the first thing of the day. Oh, because then you're just using it up when you're actually active so that when you sleep, you're sleeping in a... Uh, autophagy state you're sleeping in a fasted state Mm -hmm. and that will help improve heart rate variability improve heart rate keep your core body temperature low which helps you sleep deeper i mean gosh the list goes on if you want to ruin your sleep if you're like hey i'm not sleeping well uh, i got an aura ring i'm like hey my heart rate variability is bad my deep sleep's bad you're eating too late um so that's one here's another another little tip for you okay eating too late you're sleeping in too warm of climate, so drop your drop your temperature like 65 degrees. Sleep colder. Do you hear that, Chelsea, my wife? <laughs> Turn a fan on, put it on directly. That's exactly face. right. Uh, get a little chilly, chilly pad. Ooh, yes. I uh-huh. love that thing, yes. Uh, and so those things will help get your deep sleep. So actually eating earlier in the day is better.
1: So I, my mind goes to, if I'm going to do a a one day meal it would most likely be a saturday morning just there you go a ton of food and yep, that'd that's right. awesome. okay. yeah that'd be awesome that's
0: that's exactly right
1: anything else that's important for the listeners either to know logistically about it that you get questions and or you know do's and don'ts
0: no but i would tell you look at any of the fasting podcasts that we've done in the past or intermittent okay. fasting podcasts yeah. we've done in the past and you'll get a little bit more uh, full spectrum of the do's, don'ts, the why, why behind it. Why do you fast, or why do you do prolonged intermittent fasting? Yeah, and I tell you, going back to the sleep. If you want to have some good sleep,
1: go to bed in a fasted state because it's some of the best sleeps. Which is, again, counterintuitive to what the world will tell you, but it is. It's a fantastic, fantastic. Well, again,
0: sleep. this dispels the myth that you have to eat multiple times a day, yeah, five times a day, to improve metabolism what you're doing is you're constantly spiking your insulin long term that shows it is it is not anti aging it is aging. Mm. you want to age yourself, you spike your insulin it's it's simple science it's you're creating an anabolic effect consistently you're releasing a ton of insulin growth factor one in i g f one you do that and guess what you will um over time you'll age yourself faster intermittent fasting fasting is reverse aging it is anti aging It halts the aging process. It causes your body to go through a cleanup mode. It is, again, it aligns with my vision and values. Therefore, that's why I I do it a lot. Yeah, it's so good. This is an awesome episode. The
1: first little bit I know added a ton of value, um, and it started with the question of a stand-up desk. (laughs) Make sure you go get a stand-up desk and start living optimally. Let's go. Thanks so much for listening. Guys, make sure you go and, again, share this. Follow us on Instagram. If you have questions for Dr. B, then you can shoot us a message. If you want any future episodes, any recommendations, make sure you do that. And uh, we will see you on the next episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. See you, man.
0: See you, dude. Before you hit
1: X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health podcast movement one share it on your social media your facebook your instagram wherever you're on a social network and two if you go to apple podcast and you scroll down give us a five-star rating and give us a review thanks so much for your time and we'll see you next episode